Are you going to break first? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. What's happening? Oh, you know, a bit of this, bit of that. <coughs> bit of this, but I feel like it's been a while since it's just been me and you. Yeah. Oh, cause yeah, because we had Bells, though. Oh, yeah, and, and I was then sick. Julie, and, and then, then you were yeah. sick. And so it's probably been about a month since it's Jeez. just been the two of us. Just the two of us. It's been a long time. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if you can hear background music, it's because we are constantly mixing up where we do the podcast <laughs> from. So today we are sitting, what is this? What would you call this? It's like a little loft, a little like a little lounge loft. above the gym. Mm. It's like where the people sit when they're waiting for a massage, a massage or nails. And they can look down on us. Yes. On everybody in the gym. The so that's plebs. what's currently happening right now as we're looking down <coughs> on Hannah doing her personal training session with mm-hmm. music. So mm-hmm. apologies if you can hear the music, but it will be over soon. But I don't think you can. We'll see. We'll find out. So, so well, before we talk about what's, what we're talking about today, what the fuck's been going on? Like with me? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> sure, know. let's have a chat. Like, um, your hair looks cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I know I've told you many times. <laughs> I just want to make sure that people understand how cool I think it looks. I have very curly hair and I've always straightened it and it's decided, no more, no more straightening. What made you decide that? <clears throat> um... I got my hair done like just after yeah, the week that I was back after being sick mm-hmm. and Tay, the hairdresser, made a comment. She's like, I, she's like, oh my God, every time I do your hair, I forget how curly it really is. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, then you're like maybe this I'll just, this I is am. just who I'm going to be forever. And I love it. You look like Sporty Spice. Thanks. Well, I mean, Sporty Spice had straight hair. Yeah. Which one? Scary, Scary Spice. Spice. Yeah. I think this is why I've never done it because as a kid, like having curly hair as a kid, like you just get picked on for everything well, that's different. Hilarious. I was Scary Spice out of my friends. I remember going to mm. my favorite birthday party I ever went to. Mum and Tan stayed up the night before and plaited my whole head. <laughs> that's commitment. Fuck yeah. It would took so long. They plait, they, yeah, to put plaits through my whole hair. Took it out the next day and it was so curly. I bet. Yeah, it was sick. So That's I was wild. Scary Spice. Yeah. I always wanted to be Scary Spice as a kid. Did you? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I wanted to be Baby. But I was going to say everyone my, wanted to be Baby Yeah, spice. but my other friend stole that first. So like, this like, is the next best yeah, thing. Yeah, so I was Scary <laughs> Spice. Anyway, it looks great. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, and I have deep dived into the world of curly hair because you have to learn how to take care of it properly and it's a whole thing. So, would you say when you normally you would just wash your hair mm. and then you blow dry it straight away so yeah. it's like you're not even a curly haired person? Yeah. Isn't it called a curly girl? Yeah, the curly girl method. Do, do you follow the method now? Or? Um, yeah, there's lots of different things you can do within the method. So, mm. I'm just like trying some stuff, seeing what works, what whole doesn't. Thing. Has Demi got curly hair? Yeah, I don't think it's quite as much as mine yes that's her sister yeah and your mom like do you know no, where it comes from it I must be your dad's uh, side yeah i think it seems very genetic dad's side. yeah hectically yeah. genetic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. strong like the red people like the reds <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong gene yes yes well that's great i'm so glad for you um what else has been going on nothing i was just sick a bit sick before that but mm. yeah a little <coughs> like a lot mm. big old flu mm. not the big c Apparently not. I was <laughs> sceptical. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Just for how long I've been feeling a bit shitty for. You didn't do it Maybe you should do another test. See if you're the reason there's been members going down. About <laughs> Just a super spreader <laughs> that doesn't know about it. <laughs> Probably. I'd feel so, I wouldn't tell anyone. I'd feel so Would bad. Would you not? You'd I'd just go me. away for a week. 
Mate, you are far from having being contagious if that's what, yeah, what it was. True, you don't have to true. go anywhere. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Really? Well, we were talking you and I talk a lot. A lot. All the all constantly. Nonstop. And we both do a little bit of online stuff. Like I do quite a lot of nutrition coaching online and you do what would you call it? <laughs> not what you're about to say. Okay. Uh, oh, would we call, you call it, it? No, no, no. I would not call it that. Okay. Filthy life word. The life coaching. <laughs> life coaching. Would you call it life coaching? No. Okay. I would call Just it. Checking. I would call it um, mindset accountability. <laughs> uh-huh. I would say it's. I would say it's accountability coaching okay. with some <coughs> lifestyle <coughs> changes. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and nutrition is a huge part of that. Mm. Um, yes, I guess the difference between what we do is you do. No, it's pretty similar, really. Like I do a bit more specific nutrition yeah. stuff, like counting macros and meal plans and all of that. And you do Mine's the like habit stuff. Yeah, helping change habits. Which, yeah, like like we talk about nutrition, but it's not. In not just nutrition, no, I guess. And yeah. we're not diving deep into... And, like, the changes that we make, are, everyone knows they yeah. need to make those. Yeah. Yeah. To do with nutrition. Um, so, we talk a lot about shared stuff that clients are struggling with or stuff that we're struggling with as coaches and bounce ideas off each other. And then our nutrition podcast is by far, like, the one we did with Ella a little while ago, by far the most listened to one. Mm. Um, so we thought, why the hell not? Let's like do people, another one. I, I titled that one. I just named that nutrition. That was just the heading. Mm. So I don't know if, obviously, people want to know and learn more about nutrition. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think it's probably it's up there with um like the the main or biggest one of the biggest reasons what seems to hold people back the most in terms of achieving their results. Um. But I guess also in line with that, it's like the nutrition, but it's the mental strength to mm. follow through with the nutrition choices. Like a lot of the time people actually know what to do, but they just don't do it because they're either not tough enough or um, they're just stuck in shitty habits. Yeah. And that's what we help with the most. Yep. And would it be fair to say that most of our clients are weight loss clients? Yes, yeah. I would say like the people who do this um, this uh, account <laughs> life coaching, life coaching <laughs> people who do this um, use it this service they typically n- like want and need to lose weight typically yeah. yeah I think you've got a couple that don't yeah I've got um, mostly weight loss but then um, a couple of like more performance kind of mm. nutrition and stuff yeah and also because they're more remote people yes. I guess as well. Yeah. And yes. so we're going to talk about some things that we've come across the last couple of weeks that have mm. been common themes or issues. And again, I know we say this every week, we are never talking about one person in particular. If we talk about something on this podcast, it's because it's come up multiple times. And or we know what's happening yeah. and it can benefit people to hear what we have to say about that topic. Yeah. So please don't sit there and be like, oh my God, they're talking about me. Oh my God, they hate me. Oh my God. Um, so let's start with the first thing that I feel like people need to hear over and over and over again, weight loss. If you want to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. What does that mean? If you are not losing weight, you are not in a calorie deficit. But I've just got, um, 
Big bones. Yes. <laughs> You're eating too much food for your big bones. Yes. And it's there are many reasons why your trying to say this without having to explain everything why your metabolic rate has changed it might be medical conditions or age or whatever whatever a metabolic rate meaning um how much energy your body needs to function Mm -hmm. just so that can that can change yeah Mm. um and everyone's is different and we can never accurately predict what it is like you can calculate it online but it's just a generic calculation. What are the biggest determining <laughs> factors for someone's metabolic rate and knowing where they're at? Age, sex, weight. All of those things. Mm. So the older you get, the harder it is usually. because they yeah. Th- yeah, to a certain extent, but it's not as drastic mm. as it's, people yeah, think. Yeah, not as drastic as it was once thought to be. Um, but if you are not losing weight... You're muscle eating mass. too much food. Muscle mass, yeah. You're eating too much food. That's mm. the bottom line. And I think people really struggle to understand that because I get yeah, I'm like, yeah, but I've got this. Yes, and maybe that has changed your metabolic rate a little bit. Like conditions, you mean, when yeah. they say I've got this? Yeah. Like different medical conditions. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm going through menopause or, yep. you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe that has changed your metabolic rate, but you're still eating too much food. Yeah. So there's no – because there's no calories in – your menopause. Correct. <laughs> There's no calories. In, well, there is some calories and I'm sure some medications, but typically not enough to tip you over the edge of yeah. being in a calorie surplus. It's not the medication. It's not the menopause that's holding you back. Like it, it can obviously it can affect things, yeah. but it's not the sole reason. No. Like, yeah. And it is, it is a complicated process, but at the end of the day, you're eating too much food for what your body needs at that time. It's a, comp- it's a complicated um, like how to execute it all, but the math equation is extremely simple. It is. Too much. Too much. Let that sink in for a second mm. because t- like that's the biggest thing I come up with, come across with nutrition clients is like I've tried everything and I'm not losing weight. I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried what the doctor taught, you know, blah, 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 not losing weight. It's because you're eating too many calories. That's the problem. And then... That shook the whole that building. That was a door slam and a half. I don't know if it was a door. I think it was Hannah putting kettlebells down. Hopefully Jesus. she's okay. <laughs> that rocked <laughs> the building. <laughs> Did the rack fall on <laughs> Hannah? <laughs> we'll never know. We'll, know we'll probably find this. out about an hour. <laughs> if she hasn't moved in the next, but I don't see her leave in five minutes, we know. Um, and then typically, I, I guess what happens from here is not typically what I fear and what can happen is people go, okay. I need to eat less. Mm. Fuck, I'll eat so much less. Mm. I'll eat all the way less. I'll fucking skip a meal. Oh, I don't need breakfast. I'll do a bit of fasting now. Mm-hmm. That's how I'll eat less. And then I'll eat so less that I'm eating like a thousand calories a day. And I'll do that for three days. And then I'm so hungry, I will eat a human babe. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible joke. That's, that's not a funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> I will eat a dog. <laughs> a baby dog. I will eat my dog because <laughs> I'm so hungry. Yes. Um, so that's what I fear that happens. Like they go too far. Like they, yeah. they, they, the deficit is too big is what yes. I'm trying to get at. And I, from a mathematic point of view, if they maintained that deficit for a period of time, they'd lose weight. Yes. But it's not sustainable to no. do that because you will be very fucking hungry yes. and very angry at everybody probably. And you will have no energy and your brain will not help you do anything good. Yeah. You'll start talking 
weird and yeah. like you won't you no good in the gym like everything will like if your deficit is really high then that's energy gone yeah so your body doesn't know what to do very well so what I know we talked about this in the last nutrition podcast. What's your favorite number for starting people with a deficit, like percentage-wise? Like a 10%. I'll start at a 10%. Yeah. So not drastic. Not drastic. Would feel like they're not even eating that much different to what they're currently eating. Yeah. I'll just be pulling back on a little bit of stuff. Mm. But it needs to be consistent. And I think that's the biggest problem with people is they don't do it well enough or for long enough to and do you make think a change do you think it's because they go too hard too fast or do you think it's what else do, can it be yeah i think yes not um it's the same as runners right they go yeah, for a 5k yeah. run let's talk about the marathon coming up <laughs> yes exactly people i don't know what it is with humans but they can't do a little bit of something mm. it's like you've got to be all or nothing all or nothing i guess it's like it's like that um, reward chemical has already happened in the brain by making the decision that I'm going to diet. So when I diet, I'm going to diet properly. I'm yeah, going to diet all the way. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like you've made that decision. Okay, I'm going to do the um, 10K Sunny Coast Marathon in six weeks. Mm-hmm. I am going to do 5Ks today. Yeah, and I've never run before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think that's it. They just, they get that dopamine and, and get addicted like, to that feeling of making the choice to do the thing yeah mm-hmm. and then i think um all or nothing they can't do a little bit they don't have the nutrition knowledge like they don't have someone there telling them how to do it well and how to do it in a smart way but i think weekends are a massive problem for yeah. people as well for sure because maybe you the eat really good monday like to thursday or friday their routine is out the window. They're at home and their kitchen is there. Mm-hmm. I think they're just so – and then and they're, not, and they're not doing anything. Yeah. It's like, what do you do if you're bored? Like, remember you being a kid? Mum, I'm hungry. No, you're not. You're just bored. Yeah. Go, go drink some water. Have a piece of fruit. Turns out mum did know yeah. something. <laughs> it's like, you. Want, yeah, it's the moment you're comfortable, especially when you're on the couch and on the weekends. Yeah. And – Maybe you do eat really good Monday to Friday or Thursday. We find it's like Thursday night onwards for people that's like checked out for the weekend. So let's say you're in a deficit. So you start working with someone or you do it yourself and you're in that 10% deficit Monday to Friday. And let's just say for argument's sake, you're eating 2000 calories Mm -hmm. each day on those days. And that's put you in a little bit of a deficit. Awesome. But then Friday night rolls around. You decide to go out for a couple of wines with your friends. You end up drinking a bottle. And then Saturday morning, you decide to go for breakfast. And then Saturday, you're out. So, you grab lunch on the go. Like, all of those things are going to add up really, really fast. And let's say let's say your BMR, your, your um, break-even point mm-hmm. for calories is 2-2. Mm-hmm. And you do 2,000 every day. And then Saturday, Sunday, you do 3,000 each day. Yeah. I don't know. I have not done the maths, but you are well and truly over. So you were in a deficit and you've just taken yourself out of a deficit because of your weekend antics, Mm. which is okay. Like if that's how you want to live your life, that's fine, but you're not going to achieve your goal. And, and then that's, that's where you make the decision. Is my goal worth the sacrifice of not having the bottle of wine Maybe just have a glass, mm. not have the whole pizza, maybe have three slices. Yeah. Is it, is it, you can still like, 
we're big believers in not changing your entire life for a weight loss goal. You don't need to change your entire life, but you do need to sacrifice some things here and there and have more awareness around some things here and there. Um, but you should be able to achieve it and just pull back rather than cut complete. Totally. And we were talking about this this morning because we both love dark chocolate at nighttime. What kind do you have? Oh, you got me onto that new one. Which one? That vegan one. The ah. one that tastes like Nutella? Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I could eat the whole thing of that. Yeah, well, I don't. I have mm. the one you thing. You have one. It's, it's 180 cows. In that one little in bit. In the one bit. Holy. Yeah. So Jesus. I have that one or the, um, is it Picks? I don't it's know. It's also vegan. So I'm all about dairy, mate. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Um, um, yeah. It's like, yeah, I think the other one is like maybe 120 cows per three three little bits. Okay. So let's say you are someone who's wanting to lose weight and you want to lose a lot, like a fair bit of weight. You've got a bit to lose and you're having three of those squares a night and they're 180 calories each. Let's say 200 because I'm bad at maths. You're having... 600 calories worth of chocolate a night time. Mm. If you took one of those squares away, you've now put yourself minus 200 every day without doing, you know, without changing a lot of things. And I feel like people, when they're trying to lose weight, would go, oh, I'll just stop eating chocolate altogether. Exactly. And they but go But then they binge hard. on it because they're exactly. missing it so much. But if you, and to take that one step further, so you've taken, so you were having three, now you're having two. So you haven't even halved it. You've taken away 200 calories per day. That equals 1,400 calories for the week. Mm-hmm. That's almost an entire food's worth, like day worth of food. Yeah. Just by taking out that one square of chocolate. And I think this is the thing that you and I wanted to talk about this for because it doesn't have to be change your whole life. It's just like do do the simple maths of what that equals in a day in a week in a month and how much that's saving you and you'll you'll be easily in a deficit with with that or not even it might not be a deficit but you're you know more your way there yeah. yeah you're being more healthy and more conscious of it to begin with and then um like chocolate is one example and liquid calories is another one that i have spoken to a couple of members about this week and think about um, a glass of juice every day. So let's say your glass is 200 mils and you have it with your breakfast every day because that's just what you do. I looked this up for a member today. There is a lot of sugar in that. I think we worked out it was 30 grams, sorry, 20 grams grams. of sugar per glass. Um, I think it was 77 Oh, that was mils? a different one. Was it? No, no, that was 200 mils. Let me just work out this math real quick. But if she got rid of that every single day, she's put us, almost put herself in a depth, you know, like just, it's just, just such a that. small change mm. that can equal such huge, huge results. And I think that's the thing that people need to look at most is the mindless um, liquid calories that you don't need, like like you're eating a meal you don't need the juice to go with i've i've never been a big fan of um soft drinks and juice and whatnot um thankfully because i remember when i was a kid fuck i used to love cordial so much Mm. but mum would water that shit down so hard to save it she'd buy the concentrate (laughs) and that shit would last months (laughs) because she would water it all the way down it was basically just like flavored water (laughs) delicious (laughs) um but yeah it's it's a wa- it's a waste. 
of calories. Yeah, that, I s- that liquid stuff is just yeah. a straight waste. It's just like you, like you, is your day going to change if you don't have a glass of juice with breakfast? Probably not. You will not like the first couple of days. You might go, "Fuck, I want a juice." I really feel like juice, yeah. With my eggs, I really yeah. want a juice with my eggs. But after those couple of days, you probably won't notice anything. Probably not. You probably won't remember, and especially after you finish breakfast, you get on with your day, and you will not care about the juice. And so then I wonder things like that. Is it a habit? Like, is it just something that you've done for such a long time that you don't even think about it? It's just autopilot for you to grab that. Or is it that you know that it's happening and you just don't want that discomfort of saying no to yourself? I think it's maybe for, maybe for some people it's both. Um, I think for most I reckon it's just the habit of doing the thing. Mm. Like the client you were talking to this this morning, whenever it was about it, that's just what her family brought her up with. Like they all had juice at breakfast. Yeah. And now she has juice at breakfast. Yeah. It's just like a habit that's a part of their life. But I guess if you challenge them and want to take it away, then maybe they don't want that discomfort of having it taken away as well. And I guess that goes back to what you were saying before when you have a, a goal you need to understand that nothing changes if nothing changes. If mm. you want to achieve something that you've never achieved before, you have to do different stuff. And sometimes that different stuff is sacrifice, sacrificing yeah. something. And it's uncomfortable. And like, that's like that. There's a quote. Oh, I fucking love a quote. Um, there's a quote on it, something about um, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm. Like the one that I just said. Did you just say that? Yeah. Did you just say if nothing changes, nothing yes. changes? Fuck off. You did you say rewind it and listen to it again? <laughs> I was like, "Is this motherfucker serious?" This is awkward. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that. It's so funny. <laughs> I think you know what I did was I thinking say about. You? No, I said it because you said. Um, actually, no, I think you did say it because you said. <laughs> you know that quote. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said um, it's what you said before, and then you said that quote. I was like, I didn't fucking say that. <laughs> And then you were talking about the oh, things that are shit. uncomfortable and I said that bit. I was yeah. like, what the fuck anyway, are you talking about? You can take, you can have that one. Anyway, so if nothing changes, <laughs> nothing changes. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's very true. And then I think when people are setting goals, um, again, I had this chat with a different member yesterday. Figuring out how important that goal is to you will help you understand how much you're willing to sacrifice for it. For it. So if it's a goal that you're like, this is the most important thing in my life. I will do anything to get this done. Mm. You are going to be willing to sacrifice anything. Yeah. And that sacrifice might be family time, friend time, socializing on weekends. You And that's like a goal like, um, I don't know, I've got a bodybuilding competition in 12 weeks. Like your sacrifice level is high because your goal is very important to you. If your level of importance is medium, which I'd say most of our members are probably there, there's going to be a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit of give and take here and there, and it's going to take you longer to reach your goal, but you are going to have to give things up. And so I think when you're... If nothing changes, nothing changes. (laughs) What? Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that before. (laughs) I haven't. (laughs) Not recently. Um, (laughs) It's all about figuring out how important your goal is and what you're willing to sacrifice to achieve it. And then like being cool with it. Yeah. if, If you've made the decision to be, you know... Like, not all in, but, okay, on weekends, instead of drinking the bottle, I'm going to have the glass. Mm-hmm. Be okay with your friends or whoever having more because that's the decision that they've made. 
and be cool with them maybe making fun of you yeah, <laughs> that you've only probably going to. yeah <laughs> that you've like pulled back into one or if it's the other way and you're like I'm not willing to sacrifice my bottle of wine on the weekend be okay with the fact that you're going to wake up and feel like shit you're not going to train as well um you're not going to reach your goal as you know as, as quickly, as, quickly yeah. as you would have before have you ever you, felt like that like have you ever set um a goal where you've had to sacrifice a lot of things but then regretted it no never i don't think so yeah i mean my memory is pretty shit but i don't think so i th- no i don't think so have I, you um i get a little bit i don't know what the right word is sleep is my biggest thing like getting to bed on time and i Every night, I'm like, it's 8 o'clock, you need to go get into bed. I'm like, nah, I'll just stay up for another, like, 10 minutes. Like, go and get into bed. This is the decision that you make. Like, I have that fight with myself quite Mm. often. I can imagine people with um, weight loss goals do the same thing sometimes. Did you just say you regretted it, though? Like, no, sorry, maybe that was the wrong wording. But just, like, fought with yourself about the decision that you'd made. Yeah, most things. (laughs) If you put it like that. Like, yeah, sorry, wrong word. Yeah. Yeah, same bed, Mm. bedtime. Um food yeah most things i guess but uh, yeah it's like always a and I, oh, I think for me it's probably easier now than ever because it will I, th- I truly believe that it'll affect my health and like i mean it affects everyone's health in a negative way but it shows in more of a sy- symptom symptomatic way for me if i'm not healthy i feel and if i so if i don't get enough sleep my body's like fuck you mm. here's some pain mm-hmm. so I, I i think it's an easier decision for me now than ever but I think if people made that conscious decision to understand if they if they want to if they want to choose to be healthier and be one is sleep, um, then they can have like that in the back of their head. Like this is for my long term health. You know, I had a conversation with a member today in class who um, she she needs to get stronger, mm. and she knows she needs to get stronger, and she has the most mobile joints I've ever seen on a human. <laughs> She's very mobile. And not long ago, um, she didn't want to continue training because it was just a really bad, it was really hard to get here and she was in a lot of pain and stuff like that. But I didn't let her go. <laughs> I wouldn't let her leave. And then today we were both like, do this for the older you, like do this for the future you. Like the strength training for her now at the age she is needs to be done for her for when she's 70 and 80 if she falls over and catches herself on an elbow, she will snap that thing in half because mm-hmm. it's so mobile. Mm-hmm. But if she's got, you know, a stronger... So I guess that's what my point is, is like it will affect your health in the long run. Every yeah. every decision you make now should be for the future you of when you're older. I feel like people need your pain like to make yeah under, like because i feel like as humans are like now nah, i'll deal with that when it happens or yeah. it's such a far away thought that it's not enough to instill change now yeah for sure whereas you've had like recently um the decisions you make it's an immediate effect yeah and i feel like if people had that they'd change their tune they pretty probably fucking quickly. would maybe we should invent something that's like, like a little like zapper or something <laughs> i <don't> like <laughs> it <laughs> every time every time they go to drink some juice <laughs> ah! ow you really want that another glass yeah. of wine <laughs> i love it yeah interesting interesting it is um the other thing that's come up this week is words mm. language words. language how we feel about 
how we feel and then what actually comes out of our mouths mm. ab- ab- about things. Hey, Candice, I want you to come to the gym four times this week. I'll try. Will you try <laughs> or will you do it? Mm. I think I will do it. Mm. Mm. Just like that. That was a good role play. That was fun that was for me. Very good. Thank you. Um, I think the words that you use, and I pull my clients up on this all the time because I think in a podcast I listened to, they called it soft language or something. Mm. Um, you're giving yourself an out. It's just like if you don't make it. If you don't make it, then you didn't fail if you didn't really commit. Yeah, it doesn't matter because you only tried. You didn't say mm. you were going to. You were mm. just going to try to. Yeah. So I think thinking about the words that you're using in response to things like that is really important and super powerful. Uh, yeah, so I was just about to use that word. It's powerful. It's the same as like if you walk up to – if you're about to do a, a 1RM clean – and you're about to clean a weight that you've never cleaned before and you think to yourself, oh, fuck, I'll try to do it. You've already fucking missed that lift. <laughs> yeah. Because you haven't committed. Like you, But like if you, if you go, all right, motherfucker, I'm going to get this and you walk up to that bar and you know you're going to get it, you like you visualize it, you picture yourself doing it, you try your absolute, try, you try your absolute mm-hmm. hardest. You, you put in everything you can. And you miss, that's okay. Because you, you tried your hardest to get that. So that's okay if you miss that. Mm. But that's the thing that people are scared of, trying their absolute hardest and then missing. Yeah. But nothing happens. Nothing bad will happen. No. If, if it's not try, you just say, I will. I will get to the gym five times this week. I will pick up that barbell and lift it and throw it around and throw it at Candice. <laughs> You know, you just got to get there. Just got to do it. Uh, and the other one, which is very common, is I have to. Mm. I have to go to the gym or I have to meal prep on the weekend or I have, I have to, to go do to my work. groceries. I have to pick up the kids. Mm-hmm. You fucking get to. You get to do those things. I love this one because when we started, <laughs> we started, remember when we started grilling Hannah about it? And then <laughs> I and then she would be a smart ass as Hannah. I get to take the bin out right now. <laughs> she did it for so long. But she'd catch herself. She'd be like, yep. I've got to, I've got to take, oh, I get to. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. She'll do it now again. <laughs> very, very funny. But yeah, it's, and it's like the, like understanding how lucky you are that you get to do those things. Mm-hmm. Like you get to fucking go to work because you have a fucking job. Lucky you. Yeah. Oh, it's a job you hate. That's your problem. <laughs> And then I think on the flip side, it's also like <clears throat> when we're talking about things to do with the gym and nutrition, you don't have to do anything. No. Like you don't have to come here. You don't have to meal prep. You have made the choice to do that thing yeah. for your goal. That's the sacrifice you have decided to make to achieve your goal. So stop pretending or telling yourself that it's something you have to do like it's a chore mm. because you've made the choice. And that it's hard. Like I know that we tell people that it's hard. It's not. It's not hard. It's. It's uncomfortable. It's a change. Like if you're trying to get here more, it might be um, a challenge to do that. But it's not hard. Mm. Like we are so lucky that we can afford a gym membership. We're so lucky that we have a fucking able body to be able to come to the gym. 
you don't have to do this. You fucking get to. Like, the fact that you get to lay on the floor at the end of a workout, breathe, breathing heavy because you're physically capable of pushing yourself to that. You're lucky. So lucky. <sighs> I feel like we should end it there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that's it. Make it, edit it so that's the end. <laughs> no, we don't edit these. We're too lazy. I don't know how, no, it's not lazy. I just don't know how. <laughs> and 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 there's more words but i can't think of any of the ones um try have to no they're gone from my brain there was another one i said to you did you not write it down we were talking about it earlier no i didn't god there's there's there are more there was another one that i said even like language about I don't know if this is, I guess it's still all connected. You get to the gym. Mm. You're, you see you, one of your gym besties. Oh, how's it going today? I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Don't bring that negative. <laughs> oh, you just made me tired. <laughs> Doesn't it make you tired? Mm. Oh, I'm so tired today. I picked the kids up from school. Couldn't sleep last night. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's no, that's not nice. I do care. But are you – before you tell everyone how tired you are when you first get to the gym or wherever you get get to be, wherever you get to be, ask yourself, is that going to change how much effort you put in or is it going to – is it going to have any impact? Like people knowing that, is that going to benefit them or benefit you in any way? Usually no. Usually no. Like you might want to tell us as your coach, like I feel like shit today. I only had four hours sleep. Probably go home. Don't don't train. But (laughs) you might want to tell the coach so they know where you're at um, in terms of how you're feeling. But to put that energy on others, don't do that. Yeah. We have a sticker on the wall. What does it say? Take responsibility for the energy you bring into this space. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not at it's not at my favorite spot in the gym, but it's still visible. Um, yeah, we should move that. Yeah, we can't really it. move a sticker. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we'll get a new. We'll paint we'll over get it another and get one. A new sticker. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't stay there. I don't know why I have to get rid of that okay. one. We'll put up two. We'll put up another one. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's almost just default, and they're it's when they're comfortable. That's when they do yeah. it. It's like that. I'm comfortable with that person. I'm comfortable in this space, which is what we want. We want people to be feel safe um, and to feel safe to share. But honestly, consider the thing that you're saying. Is it going to benefit the person you're speaking to or is it going to benefit yourself? Mm. And then is it by drawing attention to it, are you making it worse? Yeah. Like sometimes if you're feeling bad and you keep thinking about how bad you're feeling, you're going to feel what you know you talk about a red car buying a red car and you see all the red cars I think the same thing happens with our thoughts and our feelings if you keep drawing attention to it it becomes bigger than it than it really needs to be absolutely and like it sucks if you didn't get any sleep like that sucks yeah but by telling the whole class you're not getting more sleep it's not going to make you feel any better yes you just feel I think it feels it's kind of like um it's kind of like the bad food in... Well, I shouldn't say bad food, but you know what I mean? The, no, you can the, call it bad food now. junk I'm food. Allowed. I'm allowing it. You're allowing it? Yeah. Bad food in the moment. Um, 
it feels good, but it's not. It's not going to make you feel good in the long run. Yeah, it's like complaining feels good at the time, but it's not going to make you any better. Yeah, in the long it's not run. going to make you any less tired. Yeah, I think that's um, that's a huge one. Like you know, you'll always have your people that you share how you feel with, and you're definitely that for me. And same with Jordo. Um, like you'll always share how you feel with those closest to you, but I'm probably not going to tell you how shit I feel directly before a training session mm. and complain to you about, like if we're about to train together, about to hit an excellent Metcon, I'm not going to go, fuck it, I feel like such shit. <laughs> it's not going to help you. So I'm like, yes, I'll finally beat her. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, finally. <laughs> Shut your whole mouth. Get it. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. And I think as you, oh, I don't know, but is it like a conversation starter? Is it like a it can be. I shared think so. bonding thing? Yeah, for sure. Like, holy fuck, I'm so tired. The kids kept me up all night. Oh, yeah. yeah me too. I mm. think for sure it, it definitely is. And it defi- I don't think anyone ever goes in with the intention to um, make someone else's energy. Like no one's like, oh. I hope this affects them. No one goes in no. with that. <laughs> I'm going to make you tired yeah. too. <laughs> no one wants that to happen. Um, but it unknowingly happens. I know for, you know, empathetic people, it can definitely happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's definitely just like you probably grew up having your, your parents do it and then you just you just learn it and then mm-hmm. it's just another, just another thing that you do because that's what everyone does. Yeah. You know, another habit. Another, another one of those. Funny things. that it keeps coming back to that, isn't it? <sighs> it's just everything. It's mm. all the habits. Mm. But that's not our list. Anything, or is that it? Let me check. Let me check. Just rambling about. Um, we just go off topic, really, don't we? Yeah. Uh, yes. You had a good chat um, with someone yesterday who wasn't a member about assuming the identity, and I know mm. we've talked about this before. But I think it's a very interesting thing that ties back into nutrition. Oh, so much. Yeah, nutrition and health in general and even that, yeah, the person you want to be. Um, so we talk about assuming that identity as the identity of the person you want to be, not who you are right now. Do that and then you will become that. Eventually. Eventually. Mm. But you've got to keep you just got to keep making the choices of the type of person you want to be and then you will become that eventually. But if you keep making the decisions that are easy and comfortable and they feel good in the moment, then they're probably not going to drive you towards who you want to become at mm-hmm. all. So um, I've, I've done this from a very young age. I like I, from a very, not, not, I don't have this mentality anymore with, because I never remember how I talk about idols. I never found one. Mm. I'd always find someone and like when I was doing teaching body jam or um, body combat, I looked up to the the instructors I used to learn off on the on the actual like videos that I used yep, to like do. Yeah, like on the Les Mills videos. Yeah, yeah, like where we used to learn our choreography. I'd be like, fuck. I'll... And then I'd like find them on Facebook and be friends with them on Facebook and then just, yeah, like they were like the person. And then, yeah, you'd almost like back then I'd be like, what, what would she do right now mm-hmm. in this? Like, you know, what would, I wanted their tattoos. I wanted everything. I was too young. I wasn't 18 yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm not telling you to find, <laughs> find a person and what would she do? But if you were where you want to be in terms of your health, 
that's the decision you need to make. Yeah. What she would make. You future you. Yeah, so if you've got a bunch of weight that you want to lose, what decision would a healthy person make mm. in this instance? Mm-hmm. What meal would they pick off the menu? Yep. Little things like that. And then you ask yourself that every single time you make a decision about food. Yep. And it will point you in the right direction every single time. 100%. Cuz at the end of the day, we all know everyone knows mostly what the better options are, yeah. Typically, for sure. Yeah. I think um I think the only thing that catches people off guard is probably the um well marketed ugh health health foods. Yeah. I think those things catch people off guard cuz off guard, but usually if you just learn how to just look at the calories. You don't even need to look at the full breakdown of your um, nutritional information. But if you can just turn it around and look at the calories um, per serve, mm-hmm. then you can figure that out. That and I think fats. I think pe- people don't understand how – because that used to catch me off guard. Like how – Like how like many health ca- foods in particular? Well, like for example, me back in the day with peanut mm. butter. Mm-hmm. I fucking love peanut butter. I still eat peanut butter. I didn't realize how – little you need for how much how much energy is in it yeah is what i'm getting at like fat is like it's usually very small amount of it and it's worth a lot of energy yeah so one gram of fat is nine calories one gram of carb and protein is four calories so fat is double double. everything else so it adds up real fast yeah and not saying don't eat fats but you know you need to eat fats Mm. but just be wary that their quantities really 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 matter Mm. and i think um talking about food we have gone way off topic but anyway (laughs) talking about food marketing a lot of um health food things Mm. that are marketed as health foods like raw treats and things Mm. they're usually made on a base of fats like um, it's usually all the health stuff that's like organic and and the treat like the treats yeah and yeah, like there'll be like a tiny little slice and there'll be less calories in that. Sorry, there'll be more calories in that tiny little raw slice bar than there is in a fucking Mars bar. Yeah. Yep. But it's raw. Yeah. And it's organic. <laughs> so it's better. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. Not for the goals that you're trying to reach, typically. How do we get on this topic? I don't even know. Fucks me. We're in deep. Was there anything We're else? We're in deep. Oh, man. Just many random notes like that. I think, yeah, I think. Next, we should also, if we want to talk more about this sort of stuff, like get people to ask questions mm-hmm. um, because I think that people need this information in their lives as about, about nutrition stuff. Just like just a plain and simple equations and simple, simple, not easy solutions um, and then constantly making those decisions day yeah. after day. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's just like... I can't remember. There's a stat that I know, but I let's just say it's a hundred. Like you make one hundred decisions about food every single day. No, it's it's thousands, is it thousands, whatever it is, because of the like marketing <coughs> on television on uh, your drive yes, to work. Yeah, no, you're like right. it's everywhere. Like every fuel station you walk yeah. into, there's literally thousands of and decisions so you're, to make. To make a positive change, you are literally having to question yourself thousands of times, or whatever the number is. I'll find it. 
per day because that's how many times you're trying to make decisions about food. And it's like having the mental strength and will to do that over and over and over and over and over again, even when you're tired, even when you're cranky, even when you're hungry. It's challenging. It's It's very, very challenging because we we're not supposed like it's and it's almost not your fault like we weren't I've said this I've sat down with someone and she cried when I said this I said it's not your fault like this these decisions should not be in front of us at every fucking step like Mm. everywhere you go everywhere you look there's a decision to make about about what to eat and what not to eat and and that's it's just constantly put in your head it's it's not your fault that we are exposed to it this much, but you you can't lean on and play the victim with it either. You have to you have to decide to to be better and and to and to fight it. Really, yeah. it's a bit of a battle. It really is. And just to here we go. Researchers at Cornell University estimate we make. Oh, I was closer to being right. Sorry. Oh. Two hundred twenty six point seven decisions every day on food. That's ridiculous. Um, and as your level of responsibility increases, so as your goals get bigger and bigger, the more decisions that you'll have to make. But that's a lot, like two hundred over 200 times you're having to go this or this, this or this. And if you're sleep deprived and tired and hungry and running in late from work, like, so you just need to have the willpower to make the better decision, yeah. which I think a lot of people who are trying to lose weight have lost that somewhere along the mm. way. And this is why um, I've had, like, we've had the coffee shop downstairs now for over 18 months and people keep telling me, especially the workers around, like, to get other stuff in. Mm. And I want this place. It would be easy money to we get got, like, in. pies and sausage rolls. Pies, sausage rolls, croissants, all that sort of stuff. Oh, people be, would buy I'd it. I'd be in trouble if there was croissants here. <laughs> that's, my, that's my thing. <laughs> people would buy it. It would fly off the shelves, but I've made the decision. This is not a – it's a moral decision. Um, I've <laughs> chosen to focus on, on food that can – you know, there's still calories in it, mm. but it's more fuel and it's, it's, it's healthier options, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really important um, to, to focus on those – those, you know, like that's it's it's eliminating another choice when they're leaving the gym at five thirty or six thirty at night time and yeah. they're looking in the fridge for something to eat for dinner. We have the um, meals that are fresh, made, quality. Mm-hmm. It's a much better decision. I think the thousands thing that I'm talking about must be the advertising that's in your face oh, every day. Yep, yep. It's not decisions; it must just be food Everything. advertising yeah, or, or okay. maybe just advertising in general. Fair enough. Thousands. Thousands. But yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of choices to make. That's so many on on what to eat. It's yeah, it's challenging for sure. And I think the thing that gets you away from those choices is having habits and systems. Yes. And because if you prepared, being prepared. If you know, this is my breakfast. This is my lunch. This is my dinner. These are my snack options for the week. You've just eliminated those choices. You yeah. don't even have to think about, oh, that's on sale. Oh, look at that. Oh, that looks nice because you've already got those things prepared and ready to go. We talk about making it easy. Like a lot of the time people, if they need to make a, a chicken salad, they have to cook the chicken. Mm. They have to prepare the salad and that all takes time if it's all in separate ingredients. Whereas if you're prepared and you cook the chicken ahead of time, it's in the fridge. You've got the salad and it's all in a container. You literally just have to heat the chicken up 
put it put it in the salad and then it's ready to go. So it's being prepared, making it easier rather than just fuck. I'm not going to do that. I'll just go get a pie. Yeah, I that's yeah that's my battle every evening. It's like getting my food ready for the next day and going to bed on time. Mm. The two things I'm like no. It's the things that you don't I just like. Stay <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> so funny. All right, what's the question? Oh Jesus. Why do you do this? Actually, to me? I'm going to ask you the question today because you always do that to me. So I'm going to ask All you right. today, because um, it's to do with food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the best brand and flavor of ice cream. Ooh, yes. Uh, I don't love ice cream. I was hoping because most of was your class is full of that answer. Most people said that like, they, they don't love ice cream yeah, today. It's a very boring question of the day yeah. today. Yeah, I because I'm not an ice cream person, so I was hoping to get some. Mm. Juicy ice cream. But if, yeah, I don't often buy it. If I was going to, though, I would really go all in and make myself very sick of Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jez's. Yeah. Which flavor? I don't even know what any of them are, but just whatever Josh picks. Yeah. I'll just make myself ill. Someone did say that and they said, but only when it's on sale. It's so expensive. It is like very expensive. $11 for a tiny little tub. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. It's probably good though. Otherwise, people would buy lots of it. Mm. Mine's probably that as well. It's probably the only ice cream I really like, I guess. Um, or something caramel. I just like caramel is my favorite flavor. Yeah. I don't love caramel. Really? No. What's yours? Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense because that's Geordie's and you're the same person. So. Caramel. Yeah, I just don't enjoy it. It's delicious. Mm. It is the only. It's the best. Oh, there's a lady there. Who's that? Who knows? <laughs> Let's go find out. Um, what's going on around the gym? Oh, you tell me, mate. Contessa Games in one week. <laughs> Hoping Very to exciting. have a workout released on Sunday. Oh, the first one? Yep. First workout if released we on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, on Sunday night. Yeah. We filmed some videos. Hopefully they worked. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So it's first like a production in here. Yeah, it was. <laughs> first workout released on Sunday. And you will know all... No, you will know... Mm, let me do the maths. You will know... It's... 75% of the workouts before the day... That sounds about right. Don't yeah, need to right. know the last one. <laughs> you will find out. For it. Yeah, there is no prepare, preparing for this one. Um, you'll find it out. So the Contessa Games, for those of you who are not, not in our gym, is our, the way we celebrate our birthday. Our birthday is in April. We turned eight. Um, however, the you look open pretty good for eight, babes. Thanks, babes. <laughs> <laughs> the open and quarterfinals interferes with our birthday these days. So we push it back to... Uh, this now. time, <laughs> a few months later, mm. when we've recovered from all of that. Yeah. So it's also um, Candace's night of the year. Yeah. The Contessa Games after party. I feel a lot of pressure. You shouldn't year. feel pressure. I do. I you feel like, you know, when you are anticipating a night out and it's always, they always it's end never up the shit night. the best ones. Yeah. It's always the ones you don't plan for. And I feel like last year was so fun because we thought it was going to be shit because of COVID. There were so many restrictions. <laughs> we weren't allowed to like get out of our chairs. <laughs> but then by the end of the night, the Bro. security guards were like, get back in your chair. <laughs> Stop dancing. <laughs> the moment you got there, uh, I swear to God, you were half charged before like you <laughs> sat down. It's probably because 
the day for us is quite a big day of organising and yeah, all the rest. I don't really eat. I get time to do much. The, we survive off coffee. Yeah. We have a competition who can drink the most coffees <laughs> in, in the day. So that's probably why. I'm very excited though. It makes me so happy. Um, I don't know, doing it all and seeing it all unfold. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah, it's very cool. I get very nervous, like programming and stuff. It's so like. funny when we did those videos the other day <laughs> filming. Like, filming is everyone it. having fun? Does everyone <laughs> like what they're doing? It's only me and Becky here, but <laughs> I was like, are you okay, mate? Are you all right? You're right? It'll be great. And then we have, um, so that's next weekend. And then in a couple of months' time, we have the Butterfly Effect, which is mm. a pairs competition down on the Gold Coast, a couple of hours away from where we are. And we've got a bunch of teams this year. It's going to be, do we be say 12 amazing. or 13? Something around there. So we all the go down together for the weekend. Have a little sleepover. Have a fun time. Yeah, it'd be it's, great. Yeah, it's so exciting. We have got more teams than we did last year, so yeah. it's, it's very, very exciting. It'll be great. Um, and so in the lead up to that, we are going to turn our Friday night gymnastics class into like, I don't know what to call it. We haven't got a good name. It's going to be like a competition class. Anyone can come to it still, but yes. it's going to be with the end goal of getting the teams ready for yeah. the butterfly effect. So if you're not going, but still want to come, totally fine. Yep. But that's what we're going to be working on. Yeah. And yeah, if you don't want to... If you're not interested in doing CrossFit competitions, but you'd like to do the Open, because we like everyone to do the Open, um, it will benefit you. Um, if you're looking to get really, really sweaty and have a great workout, probably not the class to do that at, but it hasn't been that for a while with Friday Night Gymnastics anyway. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in learning more, um, how to you know move well, move efficiently, and especially for competition, there's some things that we'll um, advise for comps, that we don't typically advise for class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So come along to that. Um, if you what else do we have to say? Oh, yeah. next Gym will be closed next Friday. So we'll be open yes. the 5.30 a.m., 6.40 a.m. class. Open gym till 9 something. <laughs> and then no more classes after that. We will be getting ready for, Set up for the Saturday. next day. Coffee shop will still be open. Um, but don't come down and start snooping. Yeah. You better come in and buy a coffee. And then get out. And then get out. I mean, you'll know, you'll know the workouts by then. But yeah. we don't want you to see anything else. Yeah. Snooping. <laughs> I think that's it, babes. That's all we have for you today, folks. Have a... What did we even talk about? I don't know. Fuck, I hope There's it was all right. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of chit chat. I hope you got something out of it. <coughs> Sorry if you didn't. That's 55 It's a waste of your minutes. hour. <laughs> Hour wasted. (laughs) Very sorry, and we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Goodbye.